This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Pair Issues podcast. Here is your daily industry news briefing for today, June 22nd. First, Humana's Senior Vice President and Chief Accounting Officer and Controller Michael Cooperlein is retiring August 1st, according to the Louisville Business Journal. He will be succeeded by John Paul Falter, who most recently served as the Senior Director of Investment Finance at Indianapolis-based One America Financial Partners, according to the report. Humana's Board of Directors elected Mr. Felter on June 16th. Humana announced that Mr. Koberlin's retirement in a filing with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission June 21st. The filing states that he is retiring for personal health reasons. Mr. Koberlin worked at Humana since 1999. He served in his current role since March 31st and most recently served as Vice President of Financial Reporting and Accounting Policy. Two. LifeSpark is named Matt Nyquist, Chief Population Health Officer, to lead the St. Louis Park, Minnesota-based company's design, development, and management of global risk products and market expansion. Mr. Nyquist will initially focus on scaling the company's flagship product, LifeSpark Complete, a program that offers 24-7 support to seniors, a dedicated advisor to members and their families, in-home geriatric care, and coordination of services and resources. The company plans to begin offering the product beyond Minnesota this year, according to a June 22nd news release. Prior to LifeSpark, Mr. Nyquist was the Chief Product Officer and Chief Information Officer for the Center for Digital Health with United Health Group's Optum. He was also Optum's Chief Information Officer of Population Health. And thirdly, Optum has also launched a comprehensive laboratory benefit management solution aimed at helping payers reduce unnecessary lab tests and ensuring that members can receive high quality tests most appropriate for them. The new solution, which will help health plans align the lab testing with clinical guidelines to automate pieces of lab benefit administration. Through this offering, the United Health Group subsidiary says that health plans could save $12 to $36 per month annually, or more than $3 billion, according to the company. Through 13 billion clinical lab tests occur annually and health plans spend billions on them, research has shown that 30% of lab tests are not needed and could even be harmful to the patients. Optum cited the lack of industry standards and test management and oversight as the reason that health plans need the solution. The solution also includes a multi-organizational team of clinical experts that will create evidence-based lab policies and evaluate new tests with the emerging genomics market. Four, on June 21st, the Supreme Court declined to hear United Healthcare's appeal of CMS's rule meant to recoup Medicare Advantage overpayments from payers. The federal rule, first implemented in 2014, requires a payer to refund payments to CMS within 60 days if it learns that a diagnosis lacks medical record support. The argument stems from whether CMS must ensure their actuarial evidence between Medicare Advantage payments and traditional fee-for-service Medicare payments. In August, a Washington, D.C.-based appeals court reversed a 2018 decision that vacated the overpayment rule. In May, UnitedHealthcare appealed the decision before the Supreme Court, arguing the D.C. court made a blatant error when it found that actuarial evidence does not apply to the overpayment rule or the statutory overpayment rule refund obligation under which it was promulgated. 
The payer also argued that federal argument failed to provide a valid defense of the rule and largely ignored big payers in the healthcare industry who say Medicare Advantage will be negatively affected by the rule. The Biden administration asked that the Supreme Court reject the appeal following HHS audits that found more than 40% of the risk scores in two separate United Healthcare plans were not correct because of the unsupported diagnosis. The estimate effects, estimated effects on payments from those two contracts was over $500 million, according to Bloomberg. And five, the Justice Department said Molina Healthcare and former subsidiary Pathways of Massachusetts have agreed to pay a settlement of $4.625 million over allegations of False Claims Act violation and improper licensure and supervision of healthcare employees. Between November 2015 and March 2018, Molina owned and operated Pathways, a group of mental health centers in Springfield and Worcester, Massachusetts. Federal and state officials allege that the two entities improperly submitted reimbursement claims to the state's Medicaid program, MassHealth, and associated organizations. Additionally, the government claimed that the payer failed to properly license and supervise Pathways employees, including social workers and psychological associates. The allegations also say that the company failed to provide a timely document to the provision of adequate clinical supervision to clinicians requiring supervision. The settlement resolves allegations of False Claims Act violations brought by whistleblowers through a lawsuit. If you would like the latest in payer and healthcare industry news delivered to your inbox every afternoon, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter through our website at www.beckerspayer.com.